So you you bump into a, to a, to a person. It's a guy. They they kind of turn around, somewhat startled. Face is really dirty. They definitely got some missing teeth. Uh, there's quite a few drugs that go throughout some of these cities, and you just kind of smell that it's probably what's on their breath. Um, and as you start to you know interact with him, he he actually his eyes get really wide, and then he he gives you that rotten tooth smile, and he shoves a dagger in your belly. All right. So you're going to try to. Okay, so this guy lashes out at you with his dagger. There is a bit of surprise on his face, not quite as much surprise as is on yours. Um, you get the feeling that he was waiting on you, but then he was somewhat surprised that you ran into him. But now we're in initiative. Okay. 16. You go first. You have one guy directly on you, and you have two more that you can hear now that you've run into him, they're they're running towards you as well. So they're going to be on you soon. Okay. Real quick. So he missed me with the dagger stab. And uh, I don't want to draw the one that's on my, uh, on my hip. So without even thinking, I will just form the one in, I'll form my sword in my hand and immediately try to stab him, stab him back. Um, All right. Shot for shot, essentially. All right. Roll your attack roll. And that's going to miss. Okay. He actually steps back away from you just a, like a half step when he sees the, the sword appear in your hands. You get the feeling that they thought you were a pretty easy mark, and now they might be regretting that decision, but they're not ready to give up yet, and they're all three going to attack you. The two from behind are going to just try to like club you. They have like saps, and the one in the front is going to try to stab you again. With so I'm dagger. in the middle of these? these yeah, the other okay. two have run up, and they're already. So the first one will do the dagger attack first. So he, he goes to stab you, and it actually hits in your leather armor, and you hear like a crack sound. You think he broke his wrist when the dagger stopped, and you hear him go, ah, and just like let go, and the dagger falls and clatters on the ground. And he's kind of holding his hand now with his uh, hand at an awkward angle. The two behind you are going to walk up and try to club you. Uh, one of them is going to hit. So you get wrapped on the back of the head for two points of damage. So it just kind of rings your bell really hard, uh, you know, smashing pain. Like everything goes white for a second. There's almost like a ringing in your ears. But all in all, it doesn't do a whole lot of damage. Okay. And uh, it is now back to your turn. I want to use, um, this is going to be your ruling, but I want to use my bonus action to, uh, with my uh, free hand, uh, my left hand in particular, I want to grab his arm that he just broke i want to grab it and like push him back so that like the the feeling of him of me grabbing his broken wrist and then shoving him backwards hopefully we'll lose his balance and, and put him down for a minute as a bonus action then i want to turn around and uh take a slashing uh sideways swipe at the guy that just hit me um so we're just gonna say that that basically happens you grab his wrist he cries out in pain and more than stumbles backwards, like his knees buckle just from the pain, and he just kind of goes straight down and then falls backwards. Uh, so he's away from you. You can then turn and make your attack. Okay. 17. That will hit. These are just bugs. They're not wearing armor. They don't okay. really, you know. Yeah, max damage is nine. So on that one. Oh, geez. Okay. You, uh, you just killed him. <laughs> uh, and I will uh, look to the third one. 
and I'll say, do you want to continue? No, I'm I'm so sorry. No, I it wasn't even my idea. I, I promise I'll... I, 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 and he's just going to turn and run away. So Everin will keep an eye on the guy that collapsed, and I will drag the uh, body oh, man, of the other guy my idea. over it was there, to the man, side I'm sorry. the ditch. I'm, no, no. And just kind of throw him he'll down. Hold his hands up and start um, And I'll walk away, over and, as soon as he's like, uh, and stand over the, well, turn the guy that's now with the broken arm on, the, yeah. on his back. He's like whimpering and whining. I'll kind of uh, bend down at the knees and kind of squat, and I'll keep my hand on my sword, um, the one on my belt, and I'll look at him and say, did anybody hire you? What? My arm. You broke my arm. Did anybody hire you? No. We just wanted a quick score. Fucking knife ears. I will narrow my eyes at him. What'd you say? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, all hell to the emperor and shit. Screw the emperor. But what did you call me? Knife ears. I will punch him in the mouth. All right. He just goes down like a sack of potatoes. He just, he's out. Yeah, I will roll him over to the other side. And since he's still alive, I will at least make sure that he doesn't uh, die in his own vomit or uh, <laughs> drool. And uh, I'll stand up, look around, and uh, I will quickly move out of the area. Not so much as run, but I will walk at a fast pace. Okay, you can make it the rest of the way back to the ship without anybody else giving you a hassle. Um, Cade, you are in jail. Garrett is there with you. Uh, there's a lot of other elven soldiers, so he can't really talk to you but i mean he makes sure he gets a meal he every now and then he'll ask you a few questions very just perfunctory he's just trying to play it off like this was an actual arrest no one else seems to pay any like no one else is interested in you or has any concern for you all right you can interact if you want or you can just sit there no he's gonna he's just going to go with it um no need to rock the boat here no need to draw any you know any additional oversight to his you know to his friend's position here okay no need to blow his cover all right so uh with uh Everin's information that uh that Kay doesn't seem to be harmed you guys can rest the night the next morning you are released bright and early with a stern warning from um uh, Gerd to walk a tight line don't get into any trouble and uh, he doesn't want to see you again thanks a lot corporal bites his <laughs> lower lip then, he says that with a smile and yeah. kind of, kind of a, yes, sir, Corporal, absolutely, sir. And uh, and then you're able to make it back to your ship as well. So when Kate gets back, uh, Everton will actually be outside on the deck, um, probably on the the raised part portion of the deck, right um, near the uh, the the, uh, the hold doors. Essentially, he'll be sitting in a chair, kind of lean back with his feet up on the railing. Um, and given last night's interaction, uh, he will be sharpening the sword sword that he carries on his belt because he doesn't use it a whole lot. Okay. So, yeah, so uh, you come back onto your ship and you see uh, Everin sort of like keeping an eye out for you. He's sharpening the sword. Uh, Cranthon and Lander are below decks. I see you come up on the board, uh, up aboard the ship. I will uh, get my feet down off of the railing um, and lean forward in my chair. Um, just kind of hold my sword in my hand and uh, s- look at you and say, we checked on you last night from uh, Cranthon's friend. Glad to see that it stayed that way. Looks like you were just about to spring into action there. Uh, you're easy to pick out from a distance. You're just a little short. No, it was all fine. It was all fine. Glad you got the message. 
Uh, that that uh, that sergeant was acting kind of funny. So we did our due diligence and checked on you, but uh, he said it from Cranthon's friend checked out and did a pretty decent job. I'm glad it didn't go sideways. Yeah, the food's pretty good, actually. I mean, it didn't go sideways there. That didn't go. I just got a good meal. It was nice. You didn't happen to get any cooking tips, did you? And I'll smirk a little Ouch. bit. Ouch. Cooking tips from from the elven prison? I mean, it's not as good as what I make, but... Oh, really? Yeah, really. How full is your belly? It's pretty good. Pretty happy he kind of pats his belly. <sighs> yeah, I bet you asked for seconds. I usually would ask for a third, but... Anywho, do you uh, need to catch up on some sleep? No, I slept like a baby. Everyone shakes his head. Of course, I mean, you know, it's kind of hard to use to the ship rocking back and forth. When you're not rocking, it, it takes a little bit of getting used to. Well, I'm glad to see that you had such a nice time in jail. Let's not make a habit of that. Yeah, I I don't prefer to. Next time, I'll send you. Or I'll send Lander next. No, I'll send Lander. Oh, you can send me as long as we don't have a wanted poster 30 seconds before we get arrested. Yeah, sorry. That's why I sent myself. I I, I didn't want to, you know, throw anybody else under the bus. Yeah. So about that, uh, that uh, that sergeant seemed awful odd. Did you know him? No, I did not know him. He seemed oddly generous. Uh, not like most other Imperial soldiers that I've run into. Yeah, he. Um, let's just say we have a mutual friend, and. He works for a mutual friend, and he was just checking up on our contact with Foss. Is this one of those mutual friends that uh, clubs you, knocks you out, and tries to sell you to the Imperials, or one of those mutual friends who we can actually keep on living? Yes, exactly. The second kind. So far. All right, well, you're one for two, so it's not all bad. Yeah, speaking of that, have you seen Sticks again? No. Okay. He only seems to pop up when you're here. That's really weird. Yeah, I don't know that I like that guy. Well, normally he's in the second category, so he he hasn't tried to kill me yet. I mean, he's one of my, like, four friends that hasn't. So that's well, a win, right? Or I right. suppose. Yeah. I I think I'm still on the fence about him. Uh, are the others here? They should be below deck. I told him to stay out of sight until I got back last night, which was an adventure all by itself. Yeah. Yeah. I uh went to see Cranton's friend. We scried for you. Saw you were doing okay in jail. On the way back, I got jumped by some bums. Oh. I'm just um, lucky it was dark enough that uh, nobody really took notice. I, I assume they're been dealt with? Uh, yeah, I'm here and they're not, so I can take care of myself. Good to know. I just wish it hadn't happened. Senseless, but... Well, tough times. People do what they gotta do. Um, speaking of doing what we gotta do... We've got a job to do. We do. So uh, let's get the others and go talk about it. All right. You guys can all reconvene the lower hold and the galley again. 
Once Lander sees the captain, he runs up. He's like, Captain, you're back. I'm so happy. And then he hands you a piece of parchment. And he's like, me and Albie drew this up last night. I'm glad I didn't have to come to this. And What is it? As you open up the parchment, it has a box with little bars in it. And it has a, a stick figure of you with tears. And then it has me and Albie on the outside. And I'm casting like a fireball to break you out. And Albie is a squiggly ball of lines that he drew himself, and then I wrote Albie next to it. I was like, this was our plan, but whew, good. I'm glad I didn't have to come to that. That's a great plan. We thought so. Where is Albie? He's right here next to me. Oh, sorry. And I point down, he's, he's just chilling. He wasn't tearing something up. I guess I didn't recognize him. You know, me and him have had a... Uh, a long night last night, if you could say that, and uh, he's not—he's—he's he's not too energetic to be tearing things up. Don't worry, I cleaned up your room. Anyways, what's next? Well, that good net, to see that, you again. That twenty an- handle, animal handling check is carried over really far. <laughs> Apparently, it's good to see you again, Captain. How was your night? Uh, you know, it's—it's. It, I never sleep as well when I'm not aboard the ship. I'm glad you had a pleasant night. I would say that you owe me. Oh, I don't know, 50 dragons, but seeing as how you didn't sell me to the elven scum, uh, I think we'll call ourselves even. Uh, now, I think we need to get down to business. He wanted to pay a lot more than 50 dragons for you. <laughs> well, uh, that's either here or there. He kind of gets a little sheepish and shuts up. So at the mention of uh, Owen Gold, I will look over at Cranthon and... Uh, Oh, yeah, Cranton, that brings me to another point. Your buddy Paleth said that uh, it's going to be a considerable more number of dragons to uh, get this second scrying spell. Know anything about that? Yes, uh, I've already given him 10 dragons, and I still owe him 40. But I have to get the item from Lander, my excellent brother, who has done exactly no reconnaissance so far of the mansion. One day, you gave me one day. <laughs> All right, well, well, we'll we'll give Lander another day to get it. But I'm more interested in the fact that he mentioned a couple hundred dragons. It's fifty for the spell. He's just he tried to take advantage of you. That's that's Paleth. That's who he is. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, maybe he, the two of us should go next time. He he won't request the same when I take him the focus for the his spell. Well, that's good, because I told him I'd have a chat with you about it, and I'm pretty sure that if you drop off the right amount, he probably won't complain. I'm sure he told you about all the the money I owe him from my debts of gambling, and I'll tell you this, if there's a person that plays Dragon Dice any worse than Paleth, I'd be surprised if he's on this side of the Draymouth. He didn't go into that much detail, but good to know that uh, it'll be taken care of. He's a good friend. He won't take advantage of me when we go back. Oh, good friend. We could use a few more of those in all eyeballcade. I'm sorry. I have a questionable choice in friends. It happens. Just don't make it as frequent. All right. You guys have five days to go before the heist. What are you guys doing today? Yeah, one of these days, Lander wants to meet up with uh, Cassandra to make the request for... The DNA. Right, evidence. You guys have five days essence. to go. The you essence. Need you need something the with the essence. Yeah, the essence of Laos designer. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why I want to do today is meet up with Cassandra. I don't know why everybody else wants I to I think go. that we're all pretty much just waiting for you to uh, catch up to the rest of the plan and, and get that yeah. part of the deal taken care of. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I think uh, Lander's going to walk down to, like, the shitty part of town where he met Cassandra before. And uh, hopefully she's down there again because yeah. I don't really know what she does during the day other than clean the place. Yeah, she uh, she is not in the market <laughs> where you met her the day before. Okay. I want to ask around, like, at the shop where, she, where I saw her at before and ask if they know where she might be at. They pretty much just brush you off, like they're like uh, a lot of people come through here, kid. I don't, I don't look at them. But I give them a perfect description, like you know, measurements wise, and everything. Right, roll me a charisma roll and say she is just absolutely beautiful. Seventeen plus three, so that's twenty. All right. So after a a couple different stalls, you you find someone. It's it's a younger kid close to your same age that's helping their parents run the, the market. So they have the same sort of interest in her that you do. So he knows what's so up. So he knows what's up. And he's like, oh, yeah, I definitely saw her, man. She's amazing. She's beautiful. She's my girlfriend. Back off. Yeah. I mean, where, where'd you see her at? I, I saw her like two days ago in the market. I haven't seen her since. I hope she comes back today. Yeah, well, me too. I, we've been out of touch the last couple of days. Her last day. So I, I don't see her at all in the marketplace at all? Nope. Okay. Uh, what about... Dang. You know what? I'm going to go fast. Wait, what's the relationship, by the way? You, you don't know. I, I'm asking the DM. What's the relationship? You, you don't know. <laughs> My, okay. So I'll go Foss's place. All right. You and, make your way through town, and you are able to find your way back to Foss's place. And, and here's the odd thing. You know exactly where his place is. You still have a hard time finding it. Right, because it was all secretive. and Yeah, it's a little bit shit. off the way. It's like you even walk past it a couple times, even though you knew what you were looking for. You're not sure if this is like a magical effect or if it's just, you know, perfect camouflage sort of thing. That unless you really know what you're looking for, you will easily walk past it every time. Right. But you find your way there. Uh, you go in the front door. The bell tingles again as you walk in. Same uh, old gentleman is at the counter. He looks up and then... Pretty much ignores you just like last time. I point. I'm like, uh, here, see Foss, and just kind of walk around him to the back door where I already know where it's at. All right. He he gives you a bit of a nod when you say that, and then he goes back. He's reading whatever he was reading the other day. He's apparently <laughs> still reading it. Uh, he's a slow reader. Yeah, and you're able to walk back uh, to that area, but you don't immediately. Foss isn't sitting in the same like like basically it's like a warehouse. Right. Uh, and there's just like a little area. So it wasn't like it was a room. I mean, you were literally in the warehouse. You were just like on a little carpeted area. Uh, that's still there, but you don't see Foss and you don't see C Cassandra. Uh, I'm going to go back up front to where the guy was reading and I'll be like, hey, uh, last time I met Foss, he was right over here. Uh, do, do you know where he's at by chance? He's in the back. Just just sit there and wait. He'll be there in a minute. Don't go poking around. I, I wasn't playing poke around. I'm just looking for Foss. Yeah, have a seat. All right, so I, I guess I go into the back room where we met him and uh, pull up a chair and just kind of sit and wait. Right. Maybe 10 minutes goes by. Are you going to do anything in that 10 minutes? Uh, no, just kind of twiddling my thumbs, I guess. I mean, I'm kind of excited to look forward to seeing Cassandra again. All right, well, uh, about 10 minutes goes by, and you hear uh, a kind of a squeaking sound. And uh, then you see Cassandra pushing him in his wheeled chair up one of the aisles towards you. 
and uh, he's talking really loud uh, to her, basically, you know, talking about uh, warehouse business. Um, so she notices you, and even from a distance, you can see her tilt her head a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah. And, uh, and, you know, you can just, in your head, you hear kind of shyly teeing. Uh, and as he, as he gets closer, he's like, ah, did you come back? I did. I, I speak very loudly. I don't want to be shouting into the mic. But I'm like, Foss, my man, it's good to see you. And I, I reach out to shake his hand. Like, I've, I've been looking for you somewhat. What? I, that's why I said it's good to see you again. So he'll he'll hold out his hand. I mean, it's very shaky as he you can tell it's like he doesn't have a lot of strength in it. So and as you ha- as you grasp it to, to shake it, it even trembles a little bit. So like as you're holding the weight, it's trembling in your hand. He's got some power behind that shake. Yeah. Uh, after I shake his hand and greet him, I turn to Cassandra and. I tell her that I have a uh, a mission for her. And I tell her, listen, I know it sounds a little bit weird, but I need you to do me a favor. And if you can... Wait, anything for you, Lander. Oh. And she'll, she'll put a hand on your shoulder. Derailed. <laughs> All right. And now the story's gone completely different. <laughs> no. Uh, so uh, I'm like, Cassandra, God, you're so beautiful. I... Uh, I grab her hand. Wait, are I, you saying that out loud or yeah. is that the inner monologue? No, this oh, yeah, is an inner monologue. This is out loud to her. Like, God, you're so beautiful. And I hold her hand. I'm like, if you could just do me the biggest favor ever. I know it sounds a little weird, but we need maybe a lock of hair or something that Laust holds very dear to him. Something that w- he would value as very high to his personal possession. We w- we need this so that we can magically spy on him. I, I don't want to get, um, I don't want to lose my job. I, I, I did manage to get hired. I start tomorrow. If I take something, what if they find out when I get in trouble? Right, right. Well, what exactly did you get hired as? I, I'm a maid and I do the laundry. Okay, you're perfect, perfect. So maybe on his bed sheets or his pillow, he left like a strand of hair throughout the night and just, just put that in your pocket. Nobody will question that you have one single hair in your pocket or maybe his toothbrush or something like that's so small. Like nobody would even notice that it's gone. I'll do my best, Lander. I know you will, darling. You're God, you're so hot. When do, when do you need this? Preferably uh, by the end of your first shift. Okay, because I start tomorrow. It'll be late tomorrow. Do you want to come back tomorrow I, night? I would late? Lo- I mean, I'd come back tonight, but yeah, I'll come back tomorrow. Okay. I, I have something I want to give you. Oh, what, 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 what was that? Wait here. And she, she, I mean, she doesn't skip off. She's not a child, but, but you can tell there's like a lightness to her step. She's excited. And she will go little bays off of the main floor. There is like an office to the side. And she comes out and she's got almost like a dish dishcloth. It's just like a towel. Uh, you can tell that obviously she didn't have time to, like, to wrap it. And she opens it up. And it's uh, it's not a book, but it's like a several scrolls that are together. It's like, I found this for you. It talks about the care of owlbears. Oh, that's perfect. Because I have, I mean... I like to learn about owlbears. Yeah, you mentioned that you had an interest in owlbears, so I I found this for you. I hope you get some use from it. I hope you share my fondness for owlbears as much as I do, 
because one of these days we should go find one. You know, I've always said if I had a pet owlbear, I would name it Albie. You know, I, I happen. You know what? We'll meet up again. Talk about this later. All right. She uh, she stands there for a minute. And there's almost like sort of an awkward like pause. You know, sort of like like now what? And then she'll look over her shoulder, and Foss is muttering to himself, and he's not really paying attention. And she'll lean in and give you a really quick kiss on the cheek. And then she'll turn and start to walk away. Lander just blushes and then, like, walks away, like, not knowing what happened, really, but, like, just, like you said earlier, just, like, a little lighter step in his step. (laughs) (laughs) All Uh, all the blood's gone out of your head. You don't don't make sense right now. I I can't think right now. Like, I'm just like, that just happened. She just kissed me. I'm walking. She just kissed me. Open this door. She just kissed me. (laughs) Like, that's how Lander feels. Like, he, he feels really good about himself. As soon as Lander leaves to go out, uh, Kate will look to the other two and say, all right, we need to find out as much about Foss as possible. So I think that maybe we should proceed to go to Foss's warehouse at Before night that, I want to do and sneak in. Or maybe I'll just do that. During the day or at night? No, at night. So I'm this, okay with that. So this again, this is Grantham, Everin, and Cade having this conversation, right? Like right as Lander leaves to go find Cassandra. So you want to sneak in there? Well, do you know where else Foss is? This guy just appeared out of nowhere and somehow found us and hired us for a job. I a little questionable about that, but the money was good. Actually, it's not. Maybe You're right, it has the potential not. to be good. <laughs> Let's hope this guy knows what he's talking about. Otherwise, we're in way over our head. Yeah, well, we'll just... Yeah. That's why I want to find out about him. I'm okay with that. Smart business. His... Foss's warehouse? Oh, okay, his warehouse. Okay. So, just a thought. I I kind of wanted a scene before all that. So, I just wanted Cranton to go down into the basement... Or go down into the lower holds. And basically... All this time when Lander goes off, he's just down there, like, focusing on the door, like, trying to get the prestidigitation to work again. And he's unsuccessful. But he just continues to do that. Like, keeps trying to focus his energy, and that's it. Okay. Everyone agrees with uh, Cade's assessment of needing to find uh, more information about Foss as, uh, that's just good business. So, do you want to... Well... Everin stops himself because he thinks back to the sergeants that was on deck and said, told you to stay out of sight, Cade. Yeah, he didn't mean it. So, I mean, he did, but it, it, it's fine. You it's, want company or are you going to do this by yourself? I, I haven't decided what we should to do about that. I think maybe we should try to work some of our contacts first. Maybe we should uh, wait to hear back from Lander, see how it went with uh, that, that, that's that girl. That's a good plan, too. We could do that. Well, you know, we could always get some breakfast while we're waiting on that. I, I've got a, a new recipe I want to try. Uh, I'll tell you what. You spent the night in jail. Why don't you rest and maybe I'll cook this one. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, the day will pass. Uh, Lander is gone for, for a few hours. Uh, Cranthon, despite all your best efforts, you are ne- never able to recreate that door jiggling situation. Uh, Lander returns. <laughs> So Lander boards the ship and just a shit-eating grin across his face. He's like, guys, guys, I got great news. And 
he turns to Kratha and he says, she's going to give us like a lock of hair or something. Something to do the scry message. And then that's all he says. That is great news. I know, right? She's so cool. And did she say when she was getting that for us? Yeah, well, she said her first day as a maid starts tomorrow. So when she gets off work, I'm going to meet up with her. I'm going to meet up with her again. And uh, yeah, she's just going to give me what she has. Everyone will turn around from uh, drying the dishes and uh, lean up against the sink or the wash basin, rather, uh, and say, you were gone for a couple of hours and that's all you got. And we have to wait another day? Well, I mean, you can't force these things. I mean, it's not like she was working today. Uh, I mean, what else did you need from me? Do you want me to get a piece of hair or something? Hey, uh, did you get anything else? Or did she give you I mean, is that all you got? Just information? They didn't have anything else? I mean, what other information did you need? I don't know. You were gone for a couple of hours. I figured she would have given you something or you would have <laughs> got something to bring back to show for it. No, just, you know, just going to see her tomorrow. And I'll, I'll have something tomorrow, okay? I mean, I can't rush these things. Like I said, she she doesn't even have access to the mansion. Today. All right. All right. Well, uh, uh, Kate and I had a, uh, a plan kind of worked up. So you were there for a couple of hours or at least gone for a couple of hours, hoping that you saw anything about the building. What's security look like? Uh, wasn't that your guys' thing? Was I supposed to check out security? Because I thought we rolled and you said you were checking out security. That was on the mansion. I'm just asking you because you were gone for a couple of hours and I would have figured good fact finding. Right. Well, I mean, I, you know, I strolled around a little bit, took some time in the park, read some documents and stuff. And Wait, wait, what kind of documents? Uh, nothing, just you know, stuff about owlbears and stuff. I just Where'd you get them from? It doesn't matter. I got them in town. No, it does matter. Where'd you get them from? Cassandra. So she, everyone gets the idea in his head all of a sudden. She he, gave you a gift, huh? Well, he, she, gave me, she gave me some documents about Albie so I could learn more about him because sometimes I worry about his diet of consisting of, well, the food you buy on this ship. So everyone cuts Lander it's off. It's good food. And holds out his hand and says- let me have those documents. I've got an idea. I, I hand them back, and uh, it's just Albear documents. So she gave you a gift, huh? I know. She's Kate so will cool. kind of like rib you a little bit. All right. Good job. I nod along with a big shitty so grin still. Those two go through, and everyone's kind of looking through the documents, uh, trying to find some type of uh, signature or print on them about where they came from. Um, and after they're done... Uh, talking about it, I'll look over at Cade and say, so perhaps uh, Cranthon's friend Paleth might be able to help us out one more time and actually earn that gold that he says that Cranthon owes him. You think these belong to Foss? Maybe we can use them again to find out information about him without actually going into the building. Possibility. You guys are looking into Foss? You got a lot to learn about business, Lander. It's just good to know I mean, he's just Everything a, you can about the people that hire yep. you. He's just a sweet old no, guy. I mean, what's there to learn about him? Fair enough. Yeah, so it's it's good to know who's hiring you. This whole thing seems uh, a little too easy with with Sticks finding us, you know, with the idea of having a easy job to do from this character who we don't know anything about and 
Right, but the captain knows sticks, and I mean, I trust the captain. But doesn't it seem a lot, a, a little too worked out? Maybe a little. I don't know. I just, I guess I just won't worry about those things. No, you clearly have something else on your mind. I know. Let us worry about the details. All right. And then I run off with Albie. Lander, hold on before you go. Yeah, yeah. What's up? What did the little princess say when she gave you the book? She said she knew that I was uh, interested in owlbears. I didn't tell her we had one. Don't worry. And uh, she said that, you know, this is a present for me because she knew I liked, I was interested in owlbears. Excellent. The book's useless. The book is now his. And so even if it was owned by Voss at one stage, it's not his anymore. So it won't do anything. It won't be a good focus. All right. Well, you're the former sorcerer. I'll trust your word. I Just an idea. I thought maybe we might be able to do this easily, but looks like uh, Cade's surveillance and cat burglary is uh, hopefully up to snuff. Well, we could... We could still use the book, but it wouldn't be a very good focus. And there's no- nothing to say that Voss has handled the book. So it seems to me like Cassandra has specifically obtained it for Lander. Fair enough. I'll trust your judgment. Saves us, what, 50 dragons? Yes. Okay. So the evening's going on. It's getting dark. Or is Cade going to go tonight and... Check out Foss's warehouse. We're going to work our contacts first and see if any, you know, we can find out any information about Foss because I don't want to piss off our person that's going to pay us potentially. He's not even going to pay us. I mean, yeah, I don't think we have to worry too much about pissing him off. Well, I don't want to piss off somebody that potentially may know a fair amount of information about us and could easily turn us over to the Empire. Without good reason, you, you know what I mean. So, I, I, well, the way we don't know how much Foss knows. Well, the way I see it is, if we have his daughter getting this, getting this item that could potentially get her in trouble, he catches us surveilling him and finding information about him. It's kind of a stalemate because we know that she's done something wrong that she'd get in trouble for, and we've got information on him. So, at the very least, uh, you know, it evens things up. Should one of us get in trouble? Yeah, that's true. I mean, like I said, I offered to go with you if you want, or you can take Lander since he uh, seems to have a good rapport with Foss's daughter, niece, could be wife, who knows what that girl is. Or if you go at night, you could probably take Cranthon and hopefully nobody sees him. I almost like to just take Cranthon because we could deal with any magical traps that way or lock magically locked doors or anything like that much easier with him what do you think cranthon should we gather more information first i say to lander let me have a look at that book again okay lander hands it over have you learned anything from it yet well i learned that when owlbears are big you can ride them so as I say this, I'm starting to walk up to the deck of the ship, and I'm like, come up here, let me show you something. Keep going, what have you learned? They get two attacks in combat, one with their beak and one with their claws. I read the monster manual today. <laughs> <laughs> they can be tamed, but very rarely, which is very for- 
fortunate for us that uh you, you rolled an at 20 albie loves me <laughs> and i say that is excellent and i drop the book over the edge into the water <gasps> what and, are you doing and i say what if cassandra's a spy and she sent this book so that she could spy on us what kind of spell do you know that uses a book to spy on somebody and it's, why would she even want to spy on us she's helping us by her giving it to you it's now your possession yeah. And so, therefore, she can use that possession if she knows people similar to the people I know. But and she so would have to. She'd have to reclaim it. She could take anything of mine. She could take my toothbrush or my, my, my comb. Why would she want the papers back? I'm. I'm sure she's too. Why she would she have access to, to your toothbrush? <laughs> Why would she have access to my documents on Albears? Because she doesn't actually have to have the item back, as long as she's handled the item before, then she would be able to scry on it. If she knows someone that's good enough. <sighs> I don't Regardless, I don't think you're good for the mission. I think you've been compromised. I, don't I think maybe uh, I think maybe Thorngage and I should go alone on this one. I don't think that's how scrying works exactly. I think I, they have to have the actual item there of somebody's possession to scry on you. And you're telling me you wouldn't have given it back to her in a heartbeat? No, because it's a present from her. Yeah. Had she promised you any of her other physical presence you don't think you would have given it back to her for just a sneak of a present from her well i mean i would hold on to the present if she asked me for my comb or my toothbrush i would have given it to her gladly but she just doesn't seem like that kind of person if you knew her as well as i did cranton you wouldn't think that but it's a good thing that i read all about owlbears before you threw that away but i'm a little mad that you threw my present from her off into the water do you see how those pages are drifting apart in the water? Well, yeah, that's what water does to paper. That is what your heart looks like to me right now. I know, that's how I feel, too. That's how it's going to feel when she steps all over it and crushes it into little pieces. <laughs> You're horrible! <laughs> I, I run away. This is... I don't like this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so Landers... That was brutal. <laughs> he says, watch it for the brain. Yeah, that was brutal. <laughs> Cranton's a dick. I know, right? I thought we were like bros and shit, but now you're being kind of a dick. Big brother knows more than you do. Yeah, you almost got us killed. Love struck puppy. All right, what's the plan? I think the plan is that Thorngage and I will go alone right now. Uh, So you're aware if you go into a city without your elven master, that's going to identify you very, potentially very quickly as... Oh, I didn't mean into the city. I, like I'm, I'm not talking about going. I'm talking about going to actually, like Fa- go in and take the key and the other stuff. Okay, Foss's place is in the city. You're talking about going. Yeah, in- I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when we go. I think that uh, Lander's been compromised. So I think that at this stage, it should only be myself and Thorngage, and Everin should either come with us or stay back and make sure Lander doesn't follow us. But gotcha. you're talking about the final job, right? Yeah, right, that's, not not to see Voss. So right now to see Voss, I I shouldn't go to that. I don't okay, think. fair enough. I don't think we. Sh- I think we should use your contacts. I don't think we should just do like a direct assault on Voss's place. Um, I don't think that we're going to take it that far. I think we're still trying to get information. But I think if we you try if to you think it's prudent to to use contacts first, we've got a day before. Uh, Lander said that Cassandra comes back with whatever item is needed, whatever she can pick up. So, yeah, we'll give we'll give Kate a day to get his his contacts and 
maybe they can find out some information or they already know something about Foss. Maybe yours might have some ideas as well. Uh, I could try, but I don't, uh, I don't have anybody in this particular port that knows me well enough. I think we should maybe go to the criminal network and find out what they know about this key that we're supposed to get. All right. I think we should find out what we can about Laos, Zymir, but I think we should find out about this key and what it does and why Voss wants it so much. Because there may be there may be more information about the key. Maybe not. Maybe there'll be more stuff about Voss, but uh, we don't know who Voss knows in this town, so it's it might be risky to be asking about Voss in the town. True. To go to too many people. Okay, so that, that sounds good. I'll see what I can find out covertly about uh, I'll see if I can find two sticks and uh, I don't think he'll I think he'll keep his lips closed so we'll see what I can find out from him Everin see what you can find out about the magistrate well I was going to see if I, I could find out some information about the key maybe oh, okay. maybe if oh, this key is maybe if this key is either magical enough or notable enough that it would be in a book in a library somewhere I was going to say Cranthon with his criminal contacts. Perhaps maybe you guys work together. That's fair. I will go down to the hold, like to my quarters, and I will come back up with a monocle. And I will give it to Everin. This will allow you to see the symbol of the Black Lanterns. This criminal network, you're going to need to find Camarin. Take this monocle, and whenever you put it in front of your face, so you'll see a stylized lantern that only glows a black with a purplish tinge to it uh, when you look through the monocle. Where should I be looking to identify the lantern? Door jams, windows, someone's tattoo? Like on the ground, on walls. <laughs> Where, wherever, you, wherever you see the symbol, there would, there would be an arrow that points in a direction. Like, go in that direction. So, they're, like, that's how you get to their... That's how you find them, because they constantly move the guild. So, they normally have... In a city of... The, in a port city like Macklin, they probably have eight or nine different bases that they use. So, depending on where all the the town watch is looking. So, look for the lantern. You'll see an arrow. Follow the arrows. Till you get to the guild house. Once you get there, ask for Camarin by name, and they'll see that you have the monocle, and they'll know that you at least have something to do with the the guild. And then make sure Camarin is alone. And when you have him alone, then tell him how you know me. He will be helpful. Okay. Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast, the flagship program of the RPG Academy network. If you enjoy what we do here, then please check out the RPGacademy.com and visit our site partners for additional entertainment and gaming advice. We do this out of love for the hobby and for you, our fans. The podcast and site content will always be free for you to enjoy and utilize. 
but we do have expenses related to the show. If you'd like to help out in any way, please visit patreon.com slash vrpgacademy and check out the rewards we are providing for your monthly pledges. We use all funds that come in to improve the show and give you better content and quality. And if you don't have the coin to spend, don't worry. You can still help us out in many ways. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes and or Stitcher Radio. You can leave us a five-star review. Also, if you clear your cookies and you visit Amazon or the Drive-Thru RPG site through our portal, we get a small percentage of what you pay, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just like any RPG, our site works best with open lines of communication. We love talking with our listeners about everything. Please contact us with any questions, concerns, and comments that you have. We also love to hear feedback and experiences from your own games. You can email us via podcast at vrpgacademy.com and reach us on social media, such as Facebook and Google Plus at vrpgacademy. But Twitter is usually the fastest way to reach us. You can find my favorite co-host, the Caleb G, at the Caleb G. And you can find my favorite co-host, Michael, at the RPG Academy. Thanks for listening. And as always, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. Yeah.